Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. You're likely familiar with the idea of the mark of the beast. This permanent identifier will signal allegiance to Satan. It will be required to buy and sell in traditional stores. Pastor Diddy shares some relatively new technology that could become the mark in today's update. The more information you have, the better prepared you'll be. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on February 27, 2022. Let me quote from the abstract. By the way, are you getting this? Because when they ask you about this, you go, okay, so... No, you don't have to get into all the detail, but it's good that you know this. Quoting, a new type of quantum dot conjugate has been reported that can, listen, luminesce, illuminate, with no need for external excitation. These self-illuminating quantum dot conjugates can be prepared by coupling of commercially available carboxylate presenting quantum dots to the light-emitting protein Ranilla luciferase, luciferous. You know that lucifer means light-bearer. This produces the light that can be scanned and read and monitored and surveilled and data collected. The energy released to the quantum dots through bioluminescence resonance energy transfer leads to quantum dot light emission. Invisible ink could reveal whether kids have been vaccinated. Subtitle, The Technology Embeds Immunization Records into a Child's Skin. It's a stamp, a tattoo with palisades that is on and then in the skin, and then it's scanned. Back in April of 2020, Carnegie Mellon University published a report about CMU having developed micro-needle patches which contain hundreds of tiny needles clustered on a miniature patch about the size of a contact lens. The micro-needles are made from biodissolvable sugar-like natural materials and the vaccine or drug slash sorcery potion poison 
is delivered and mixed with this water-soluble material when fabricating the microneedles. When applied onto the skin, the microneedles quickly dissolve and deliver the medication in the skin. By the way, they're already using them. This is not years down the road. No, it's already here. It's already in use. (laughs) It's already been approved. Are we surprised? The band-aid looking patch containing the microneedles. And what's interesting is the emphasis on the convenience of self-administering a vaccine in the form of a patch as opposed to an injection. Listen to a couple of these quotes. In the U.S., only 40% of adults get the flu shot, 2017. Having an option of a flu vaccine that could be self-administered and well-tolerated could very much increase coverage of this important vaccination in the population. So, this is the first time that we've been able to put a microneedle patch into a person, give a vaccine, and find out what happens. (laughs) Our vision for this really is that someday we hope people will be able to go to the store, not me, (laughs) pick up patches for themselves and the family, bring them home, put them on, and as a result, it will be much more accessible for people to get the vaccine. And then by way of a testimony at the end of the video, the recipient of the patch says, and I quote, listen to this, I am terrible, and I don't get flu vaccinations as often as I probably should, and I think it's based on convenience. I don't have the time to go stand in the line or take time out of my day, but if it was something I could just pop on at home while I'm watching TV or something and sit there for the 20 minutes, it's just very convenient. I would definitely do it. Hmm. Well, isn't that interesting? Okay, let me see if I can sum it up. So someone is asking you questions about all of this. Are you ready with an answer? Uh, What's up with the the injection? Or how about, (laughs) are you vaxxed? Oh wait, you're one of those anti-vaxxers. I am? I'm not an anti-vaxxer, I'm a former vaxxer. And I'll tell you why I'm a former vaxxer. This is why I'm a former vaxxer. This is not even a vaccine. This is a lie from the father of lies. And while it is not the mark of the beast now, it will become mark, no no pun intended, (laughs) mark my words it will become the mark of the beast, and this is how it will. And then show them in the Bible. Don't you find it interesting that even now, 
You cannot go in and buy or sell unless you can show proof of vaccination. If you want to buy your food, you've got to show proof of vaccination. Well, that's how they're going to do it. They're going to scan you, and the way this ties into the cashless one world economy, it will be your bio ID, and you will be able to buy and sell if you're in compliance. If you're not in compliance, you cannot buy food, anything. And here's the other thing. Depending on your social credit score, ask China, if you've posted something on social media that's anti-vax, oh man, your score, like your credit score, goes way down. And it's kind of like, well, I'm sorry, you don't have enough credits so you cannot buy. And it will all be based on this biometric ID that contains all of your information, and they're going to scan it, and they're going to say, oh, you're good. Go ahead. You've had your 428th booster. Come on in. You can go in. You've been a good boy, a good girl. You haven't posted any bad stuff online on social media. So your score is pretty good right now. So go ahead, you can come on in. That's how it's going to be. And it's already here. And if people can't see that, I don't know what to say. I mean, you can't force them to see it. But that's my answer. That's why I'm not worried, <laughs> fearful. I, I have hope. And my hope is in the person of Jesus Christ. Because you see, He promised me that He's going to come back for me. He promised me that He's going to go and prepare a place for me. Because in His Father's house are many mansions and dwelling places. And if it were not so, He would not have told me that He's going and He's going to come back and take me to that place that He prepared for me so that where He is, there I will be also. Can't wait. You know, that's a bridal chamber, right? And the bridegroom comes as a thief in the night, and abducts, snatches away, catches away, at a time where nobody knows, as a thief in the night, and takes that bride to that place that He prepared, and they celebrate and consummate their marriage together for a period of seven. That's what Jesus is saying. You know, when He tells the disciples, Behold, I go to prepare a place for you, He's speaking as a bridegroom to His bride. We're engaged, and we're going to be married. When's the wedding? No man knows the day or the hour. It's a problem for wedding invitations, because you can't really say when it is, just always have to be ready, because He will come as a thief in the night and take us to that place. That's my hope. My hope is in the imminent rapture of the church, when Jesus comes and Jesus is coming. And He's going to take us out of this world before the seven-year tribulation. That's my hope. 
That's my answer. That can be your hope too. This is again why we do these prophecy updates. This is why we end with the gospel and a simple childlike explanation of salvation by way of the ABCs of salvation. What are the ABCs? Just a simple way to explain and answer. When the Lord presents the profound privilege and opportunity to share the gospel with someone, you're at the ready. It's so simple. This isn't the only way, but it's a simple way. Start with the A. Admit or acknowledge that you've sinned. Because unless and until you acknowledge that you're a sinner, why would you need a Savior? Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all, key word, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We were all born sinners, which is why Jesus said we must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. Romans 6.23, I like it because it, it packages the bad news first with the good news. Because that's what the word gospel means. Good news, your debt has been paid, you're free to go. That's what the word gospel means. Wait, what debt? <laughs> oh, the sin debt. Because the wages of sin is death. You've been sentenced to death. That's the bad news, the death penalty. Okay, is there good news? You know how it is when somebody comes to you and says, hey, I got bad news and I got good news. As someone the other day said, I got bad news and I got bad news, and then I got some good news. I said, you got two bad news? <laughs> we start with the good news. The bad news is we've all sinned, and there's a penalty, and that penalty is death. And here's the good news. The good news is the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's a gift that He purchased and paid for in full, and He offers it to us as a gift. The B, which is central by the way, the B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. I like that word, will. I'm so glad it doesn't say you might. The jury's still out. We'll see. No, you will. You will. The verdict's in. And then lastly, the C. It's for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, confess with your mouth. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And Romans 10, 13, lastly, I love this. It says, all who call upon the name of the Lord, all who call upon the name of the Lord will, will be saved. That's pretty simple, isn't it? Before I share the but God testimony for today, I would implore anyone who's here today or watching online, with everything that's happening in the world today, 
this is the bottom line, the most important decision of your life for eternal life. And I just want to say one last thing on this before I share this amazing testimony. You know, I care not what your political affiliation is. I care not what your position is. I care not what your title is. I care not what anything is. The only thing I care about is Jesus. Because that's the only thing that's going to matter. That's the only thing that's going to matter. I don't care what color you are. I'm not talking about black or white. I'm talking about red or blue. I want to know one thing only. Do you know Jesus? Okay. Thursday night, we finished the book of Isaiah chapter 66. You know what's at the end of the book of Isaiah 66? Don't look it up now. When you, when you get home, look it up. Oh. You know what it's about? Hell. For all eternity. The fire's never quenched. The worm never dies. What a way to end a book, let alone a Bible study. That was kind of tough, but it's true. So the question needs to be asked, you know, yeah, I'm saved. Question, what are you saved from? Hell, for all eternity. I'm saved from hell, for all eternity. Where are you going with this, Pastor? Bear with me. When you see the death toll on the television screen, whether it's the Ukraine or whatever it has to do with, it's just a number, right? No, it's not. Those are people that Jesus died for. And if they did not know Jesus, they just took their last breath here on this earth and their first breath in eternity for all eternity. And they're either going to be in the presence of the Lord or they're going to be in hell. Does that sober you? It does me. Does that change the complexion of everything? Yes, it does. When I'm out and about and I see somebody, I'm looking at that person and I'm asking myself the question of if they don't know Jesus and they were to die, they're going to spend eternity in hell. Does that concern me? Yes, it does. If I care about people, if I love people, that's going to be my sole goal, because that's the only thing that matters in the end. That's the only thing that's going to count. Okay, let me share this um, testimony. It comes from Ness Kamiski in Australia. Our But God Ending. Dearest J.D., I wrote to you some months back about my husband losing his income due to being unjabbed after spending five years in a position within the healthcare industry. Since then, while awaiting our but God ending, I have been praying endlessly, begging God to get us through this situation. After many, many attempts to apply for work, which included about 24 job applications and a couple of interviews, we finally just got our but God ending. I am overwhelmed, and I am so grateful I cannot even begin to tell you how much relief I am feeling. 
In the last three months, I have been constantly trying to help my husband to apply for work. And many times during that process, we came awfully close, right up until they decided to reveal that they only wanted jabbed workers once the job had been offered, with absolutely no mention of the requirement in their job, and let alone in the actual interview. So the axe just kept falling and made us feel like we were never going to get past this. Sure, we had one or two offers of a job along the way, but unfortunately the positions were not suitable, and my husband just couldn't take them. Despite the absolute stress of it all, I kept watching your sermons, and we both just kept praying to God and begging Him to help us. Then, one day, very recently, It was when I heard you say in one of your sermons that God wants all the glory. It dawned on me, maybe that's what we're missing. And it was in that very moment I got down on my knees in tears, and I promised God that I would happily and humbly give Him all the glory, if only He would find a way out of this for us. (laughs) In response just last week, by God's grace. It just so happened that I jumped online at the right moment to see a post on social media asking for a worker, regardless of VAC status, in a position that my husband had always wanted to do. And I immediately got my husband straight onto it. The very next day, he got an interview. And just today, this is the 22nd of February, five days ago, he was given the go-ahead to take the job, regardless of his VAC status. Yes, listen to this. After his boss within the workplace testified that they themselves had lost one of their parents to the jab. As a bonus, my husband will now not only be getting paid more, I love it when God does that, than his last job, but he will also have opportunities for some regular paid overtime. Right now I am in absolute tears with sheer relief at God's grace and mercy. So I'm writing to you to now officially humble myself and declare gladly that none of this was possible without God. And in keeping true to my word, God now officially gets all the glory. Thank you, Pastor J.D., for your endless hard work in continuing to strengthen those of us who just need God's Word and God's truth to keep us going. Your sermons have kept the light shining in my life, no matter how much darkness keeps entering into this world. Much love from a sister in Christ. Glory to God in the Most High. This is South Wales, Australia. Australia. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. (laughs) You alone, Lord. Who is like unto you, O God? Hallelujah. Glory and power and honor are yours and yours alone, O God. God Almighty. God Almighty. You've been listening to a prophecy update with Pastor J.D. Farag on In Spirit and Truth. Thanks for tuning in to study the Word of God. As you continue to learn about the things that are happening all around us and how that relates to the Bible, 
take some time to pray for this nation and for the world as a whole. How all the details will play out is still unknown, but God treasures the prayers that are offered on behalf of His people and the world around them. Continue to delve deep into God's Word on your own and gain some useful insight about these things in addition to what you hear from Pastor J.D. Are there some things that you heard today that really touched home in your heart that you'd appreciate some prayer over? We'd be honored to pray for you. Let us know what those requests are by going to jdfarag.org and then fill out the form under contact. Once again, that website is jdfarag.org. You can also find us on social media. You'll find links to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube on our website. And we encourage you to follow them so you can stay up to date with all that's happening at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe and in spirit and truth. If you're wanting to access these things on the go, we have a mobile app that's available for iPhone and Android users. Just look under the resources tab. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for joining us. We look forward to our next edition where you'll get the opportunity to hear more insightful things about the days that we're living in and how that intersects with what's been predicted in the Bible. Join us again here on In Spirit and Truth.